Everybody loves it when they find out there's a way they don't have to pay taxes. In real estate, when there's a big profit on a piece of property that you think is a good uh, property to sell because you can improve your position, they love it when they find out that they can do what's known as a tax-deferred exchange. Now notice I didn't say tax-free exchange, which many people call it erroneously. There's nothing free about it. Remember, it's the government making these rules. They'll let you defer the taxes. Now, there's a reason why they'll let you defer the taxes, and happily on their part. It's because the next time you go to sell properties that you acquire during this tax-deferred exchange, you're going to owe even more taxes. And during the holding period of, of those properties that you bought without paying taxes on the previous profit, you will have less tax shelter. So they love it when you defer taxes. What happens to people who defer taxes when they don't need to is the following. They'll buy something when in their 30s. It'll go up in value, and they'll sell it, and they'll do a tax-deferred exchange up into one or more pro other properties. Those properties go up in value, or maybe they barely go up in value, but they use a lot of depreciation on them, and they pay the loans down, if not completely off, and they want to sell those too. But now they look at it and they say, man, I owe even more taxes than last time. And they do this three, four, I've seen people do it over five times in a 25, 30, 40 year period. What happens is this. There's what we call an adjusted cost basis in real estate investing. That's a fancy way of saying you paid a certain amount for a piece of property, and every dollar of depreciation that you take against it lowers your cost basis. So if you paid 300 for a property, and over a five-year period you took $50,000 of depreciation, now the IRS formula says you didn't pay 300, you paid 250 for that property. That's another 50,000 you're going to pay capital gains tax on if you sell it outright. So you got to be careful on how you plan these things. And we talk about depreciation in some of the other talks I give. When you do a tax-deferred exchange, it better be because you have no choice, literally. Sure, it can be because you're going to better your position significantly. And you shouldn't ever get out of a property unless you're going to better yourself significantly. Don't sell or exchange properties because even if it's a marginal call, just don't do it. There's too much hassle to go through, and, and where's the benefit? So when you do a tax-deferred exchange, understand that most of the time, if it's possible, it makes sense to just pay the taxes. If you're making a $200,000 profit and your taxes, because of certain other planning you did, was going to be $20,000, write the check. Race the IRS to the bank. Be happy. You just got $180,000 after tax, and that's a good thing. Because now you're going to end up buying pretty much the same properties that you would have in an exchange, except for now you're going to have far more tax shelter during the holding period. And down the road when you go to sell it, you're a reconstituted rookie investor on that property. You don't have any baggage. You're going to have less capital gains taxes to pay. So remember, 
using the tax deferral possibilities offered by code section 1031 in the Internal Revenue Code is good, but make sure you have exhausted all other options before using it.